Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Hey, how are you, Bren? I'm good. I'm excited about today's program. Yes, today we're going to be talking about Sales Navigator's list feature. And even though it doesn't sound that exciting, once you start to see what you can do with it, it is exciting. I agree. I'm so, I'm thrilled. And even you know, in the pre-show when we're sitting down and writing down this list. I'm like, I need to do that more. I need to do more of that because this is so powerful. So uh, it was a great reminder for me too. So let's get started. Let's dive right in. Yes. So lists, lists apply to both accounts and leads. Now, once you've saved, this all starts with saving an account or saving a lead. Once you save an account or a lead, you can add it to a list of your choosing and you create your lists. So how you choose to set them up, we're going to be making some suggestions, but it's up to you. And you can add a lead or account to more than one list. So you can kind of slice and dice your leads and accounts as it makes sense based on what you're trying to do. And we're going to talk about a few scenarios in terms of uh, organizing your lists. But lists, they help you stay organized. They help you manage your activity. So Bryn, any thoughts just as far as the the whys of lists? Well, one other thing, when you're saving leads, whether they're in a list or not, but typically when you're saving a lead, we want you to put them in lists because it does help to organize. But now LinkedIn is aware that this is a prospect of yours. And because they're saved, their activity and any activity inside of that organization is now going to be fed to you in your newsfeed as as triggers to start conversations. So although we're not going to talk a lot about that trigger. We've done that before. We've had those conversations about how to use the newsfeed. Really, to your point, Stan, and I love this, we control who's in this list, right? When you do a search in LinkedIn and you save a search, it's dynamic, Hmm. right? If If you connect with someone new today, that may very much change who's coming up in that list based on their network. So that that's we don't control a saved search. We do control the saved leads that go into our lists, both accounts and leads. So that's my input. Let's dive into like some of the tactics. Yes, there there's so many variations now. One thing that you'll see once you start creating lists and here I'm talking specifically about lead lists. When you go to your 
the, the tab that shows you all of your lists. So when you click on leads, you'll see all of your lists. And one thing you'll see are system generated lists that come up just automatically. And you may say, well, I didn't create these. Where are these from? And basically, there, there are three categories of them. One is called recommended leads. Mm -hmm. And these are clearly marked as system generated. So you know that SalesNav created it for you. You didn't do it. That's why it's there. And what we understand from LinkedIn is that they update this list. Bryn, is it every Monday? I think it? so. I think every Monday this list gets, for everyone, gets yes. updated. Yeah. And as the, as the name recommended leads implies, these are leads that Sales Navigator is recommending that you look at based on your activity, what you've saved in the past, buyer intent signals, and so forth. Okay, so you'll see that. And uh, is it typically 100 a week? It seems to me that it's about 100 a week. Yep, it's up week. to 100 a week. Yep, okay. every week. So it's like sales nav is feeding you potential leads. Okay. The next one is new executives at saved accounts. And what they're defining as executives is C-suite and VP level. So they're tr again, trying to help us with opportunities for sales conversations and just staying on top of what's happening at our saved accounts. So when a new C-suite executive joins the company um, or VP level, you're getting a list of those for your saved accounts. And then the last one is a, a list of recently accepted connection requests. So when you have invited people to connect and they accept and responses to your in-mails. So it's just a, a quick way for you to see, okay, who's actually responded to my invitations to connect and when I've sent in mails. So they're trying to make your life easier as far as follow-up. I love this. Um, and and uh, this opportunity, uh, these are new folks that um, are in, have accepted or responded gives us a very easy way to send welcome messages, right? They've accepted um, your invitation. It tells you how long ago they accepted it. But at that point, we can save them in a list if they haven't been saved yet. There's a good chance some of these folks you just connected with on mobile or on desktop and you weren't in consciously thinking about Sales Navigator at the time. And so now we can go back through all these new connections that we made and save them to appropriate lists. And this has been huge in, in my world because I tend to be quick, you know, looking through my connections, can I accept, sometimes I'll send a, I almost always send a welcome message, ask them how they found me, but I'm not really organizing the follow-up side to this. And so the fact that they're every Monday we can see everyone we connected with the week before in Sales Navigator, it allows us to remind us to follow up. Uh, it allows us to categorize. So I think this is something that uh, we all really should be using because I think that everyone is guilty of connect and forget a little bit, right? Yes. And so this helps us to 
you know, to really stay in touch with those new connections. And we connected with them for a reason. Let's, let's keep that conversation going. So I, I love that one. Yep. That is, that is such a great point because everyone's busy and, you know, someone accepts your connection request, you send them a response to keep the conversation going. All of that is great. But then SalesNav helps to remind you to organize it. Yes. So yes, so both stay engaged, but also organize it for future follow-up. So that's such a great point. Yeah. And I'm underutilizing that, right? This is one of the things that I'm actually going, boy, I know this. Why am I not doing this? And if that was one of the things today. I'm like, you know, I'm, this is high on my list to take advantage of because I, until I'm talking with you, Stan, and I learn from you every day, I've been relatively ignoring those um, system generated lead lists. Cause I'm like, I'm really good at building my own lead list. Why do I need their recommendations? But it's, it's not, it's, it's helping me. And I may never look at those hundred. I don't know, like the system generated uh, one's based on my sales process, but I know that every Monday I'm now putting it on my my activities list to go to those new connections and accepted in-mails. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Yep. That's uh, so I know when I see system generated, that's almost like an automatic turnoff for me. And now what we're trying to remind everyone is look at those <laughs> because they can help you. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. And there's one more you mentioned. So the ones we talked about were the recommended leads. Those I the, pretty much ignore. If you, if I just will say, I know I'm, I'm chatty right now, but if, if you are really looking for leads and you don't have a great list, like I have a very purposeful list and I have so many on that list. And I don't want like the recommended leads for me is like squirrel, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I lose, right? So, but if you are in a situation where you're like, I don't have the great, well, if you reach out to us, but if you're in a situation where you don't have a great list, this is not a bad place to start. But this, as we mentioned, the second one, the um, recently accepted connections and in mails, huge. And the third one I think is really important too. Yes. Yep. The new executives at your saved account. So that's a list of executives and it's, they come up because they are new to accounts that you have saved. That's what yeah, you're them. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm looking at mine today based on this conversation and I have two major prospects that have two major decision makers that have just started working there. And, you know, just reaching out and introducing myself, welcoming them, talking a little bit about how I've worked with a couple other people inside of their organization. If we didn't talk about this today, I would have missed this too. So we have a lot more to talk about around lists, but this is a big one. Make sure that every Monday you're looking at at least those two generated lists. Good deal. All right.
Next, we, we wanted to talk about different categories of lists. Since you create your own list categories, apart from those three system-generated categories we talked about. So one super important one that's actually easy to forget is your list of clients. Mm. You have a, an existing book of business. You have clients that you're already working with. And a lot of times our tendency is to say, well, I'm already working with them. I talk to them regularly. Why should I put them on a list? I know who they are. I have them on my CRM, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there are reasons. Now, one, and this is, is one that Bryn just mentioned when we were talking before, is because it helps you keep up with staff changes. Mm -hmm. And that's one that, that, again, Bryn mentioned, we learn from each other because it's like, oh, yeah, I never even thought about that. But that's the, the power of LinkedIn and Sales Navigator. Anything you'd like to add just about the importance of client lists? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. And, and this is a question, Stan, to your point that people will say, you know, I, I save my accounts. Save all the people that you work with, that you talk to, the influencer, the buyer, the users of your product or service. One of the reasons, and my primary reason, is it will trigger activity. So you mentioned, you know, if there's staff changes. So if my buyer leaves, I want to know that right away. If someone else is hired in a position, maybe my buyer's boss, I want to know that right away. I don't want to be blindsided when I am come back to sign my contract next year and they're like, who are you? <laughs> right. Like, I, right. So, so that's one thing. The other thing is your buyer is probably going somewhere else. So that also opens up an opportunity into their new company. And the sooner you can talk with them, the more likely they will be to put you in their overarching plan. If you've brought them value when they bought from you in the first place. So um, keeping up with those things are really important. The other thing you might see are mergers and acquisitions. When your client buys a company, um, you know, or, or is purchased, you're not, all of this is just insights that can help you attract and retain your, your current clients. And I mean, attract in, um, in a, a way that new people, right? So there are new people in the organization Maybe you can cross solve all the way through, have other opportunities. Um, I had an opportunity a few years ago that came through Sales Navigator. The CEO left. I never got that prospect. I'm sorry, not the CEO. The CRO left from one client. Uh, and I had been prospecting for a while. Went to a new client. I congratulated him. We chatted and within the first two or three weeks of his new role, I was training his team. Never sold them at the other, the other company, wow. but I did it this one. So um, shout out to, um, to Daryl over at, yeah, over at, he, he was at Vanilla Soft and now he's at Agora Post and we're thrilled that Agora Post became our client. So, yep, great. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great example because most times 
And Bryn, you can let us know what your experience is. But most times when people change companies, they don't ping you. They don't ping the, <laughs> the person that's been prospecting them and say, hey, by the way, I'm changing companies. But they will update their LinkedIn profile. Yes. And that's how you get the signal that, hey, I need to talk to this person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, I love yeah. sales navigators so much. <laughs> yes. And, and so, by the way, I, I know we jumped into talking about these different categories. These apply to both accounts and leads. So we started by with a client list. So it's your client accounts and the stakeholders within those accounts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next is prospects. And the same logic applies to them. Save your prospect accounts and mm -hmm. then save the people that you're dealing with and want to deal with within those accounts as leads. So account list is one, prospect list is another. And of course, you'll be continually updating these as you come across new prospects. Just remember to save them to appropriate lists. Now, one of the things, Bryn, that you were talking about um, is subcategories, mm -hmm. which can tie in whether it be industry, geography. Can you talk just a little bit about, okay, when? When's why it? do you want to do that? I save it into subcategories. Yeah. So, I mean, you can do these subcategories with clients and prospects, but I'm really want to focus on prospects right now for a moment. Let's say uh, you're working with five or six different industries. Uh, and, you know, I we work with a lot of bankers. We work with a lot of insurance people that sell potentially to partners or to wealthy families or to like they've got all these different categories of the people that they're prospecting. So saving them in appropriate lists based on those categories makes it really easy when you find content that you want to share based on an industry that we can pull up that list and we can easily share that with everyone. Geography. Now there, you can for sure pull up a list and then search geography. Like you can use the saved list in, um, in a search, but if you, let's say you have, uh, clients that have uh, people all over the country or wherever that might be. You may want to save each of them in their own, where the, the city that they sit, not necessarily the headquarters, but the city where they sit. So if you, you know, you have a headquarters in Columbus, Ohio, but they have 17 offices around the country and I'm going to Reno, Nevada, I want to look what prospects have I saved that are in Reno. And so I can save them in a specific geography if I want to. But there are lots of different categories and that's not for everyone. You may say, nope, the search is enough for me or the industry search is enough for me. But the way that we work in that we are often sharing content with specific Folks, that's a lot of how we nurture our prospects is through value. Um, 
And so by making it easy to pull them up in one list and not have to do a deep search and figure it out and all this stuff, we've got one place. It's a simple task. Now, one last thing on this. I put out a poll at least once a month, if not twice. And part of my strategy in a poll is to invite people to vote on that poll, but it's got to be the right people. So, you know, if I put out a poll, um, let's say, uh, you know, let's say I'm going after insurance, right? We, we have a, or technology, right? Or the, ch or channel partners or whatever that is. And I, let's say channel partners, because that's a, a group that we, we work with closely. So we can say channel partners, what do you do to attract um, in a poll, what do you do to attract uh, distributors? We can have a poll. And now we can go right to our list of all the channel partners that we've been in, in engagement with and say, hey, I'd love your one-click vote on this. And they're all right there. So it's really categorizing, making this simple, making it seamless. These lists can really do that. I kind of went all over the place on that stand, but hopefully I made sense. Yep, yep, that that was the point because all of the lists help you stay organized. They help you make great use of your time so that you're not spending a whole lot of time looking around in sales nav. You can easily pull up what you need based on the occasion. Now, it's funny, another category of lists a lot of times that, that uh, it's easy to overlook is putting your competitors oh, yes. on a list. Because one thing that, um, that you can do with lists, and I'll go ahead and mention this now, is you can use lists in your search filters. When you're doing mm -hmm. searches, you can include a list in a search. You can also exclude a list from your search. So if you're prospecting, there's no need for you to see your competitors. <laughs> but Bryn, you were talking about some other ways that you use a list of competitors for business insights and this type of thing. Yeah, so there's you know, there's a few ways. So one of them is I can see, once I've saved them, I can see if there's movement. Now, Stan, <laughs> you're a perfect example, right? Um, that, you know, you came from another organization uh, and as soon as your non-compete was up, we, you know, you're working with us. Well, I knew that you switched because you were saved under a competitor. <laughs> yep. I mean, so, so we'll start with recruiting. Great <laughs> opportunity. Number one, uh, number two, I mean, right. Right. So number two, um, what initiatives are happening? What's going on? Are they are they buying companies? Um, I found one of our competitors, totally separate, um, is switching complete. They're going from social selling training to software pipe. I I give him a shout out if I can remember what it is. Jamie Shanks, love you, Jamie. You're awesome. Um, switching. He's um, it's like pipeline triggers. And he's also doing um, sales and marketing support staff, right? So he's made a shift. I found out through triggers 
and in in my homepage reached out and I'm having conversations. We may be able to leverage his new businesses. So that's another thing. But just keeping, you know, I like to go in and just see what's going on. Sometimes I'll pull up competitors and then I'll pull up, you know, posted in the last 30 days and I can see what's going on. So most of the time it's for collaborative reasons. Some of the time it's just for just insights and what's happening in, in your industry. We are in an industry where high tide rises all ships. We've always been incredibly collaborative as an industry. In fact, Stan and I now, <laughs> you know, we're at, we're at LinkedIn with all of our competitors hugging and taking selfies, right? So it's a great world to be in. But if you're in sales, keeping in tabs on what's going on in the industry is pretty important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then the, the last thing we wanted to mention is those of you who have access to TingLink, if you've got an advanced um, SalesNav license, as you start to put together lists, you can also easily share them with your colleagues who are under the same license. If you have, yeah, under the same license, same right. License. Yep. So, so, and for in some organizations, uh, an SDR may be working with an account executive. And so you're collaborating. One person, one may be doing the prospecting, the other may be out in the field. And it makes sense to save some of these lists and share them internally. And mm -hmm. so SalesNav makes it very easy for you to do that. Good. Yeah. Any... I... Go ahead. I was going to share one more thing. The other thing is you can take notes in that list. So I have a list. I share it with Stan. And we're going to go to market together on this. We can put notes in there. And it can work a little bit like a mini CRM based on campaigns and things that we're going after. So I just wanted to share that. Yep. Yep. So it just makes the collaboration internally even easier. So good. That is what we had for today in terms of lists. Um, hoping this was super helpful. Every time we look at these topics, I know I learned something new. So it's always exciting. Bryn, any final thoughts that you had in terms of lists? Thank you for your brilliant insights. And, uh, you know, I love how together it, the sum is greater than its parts. And it's, we, it, I really, I learned from you, you learn from me, and then we teach all of <laughs> you. So thanks for your time. I really love today. Yep. Same here. And we will see you soon. Thanks for listening and join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator and social selling.